This year, we're celebrating 20 years of Glass Tire. That means 20 years of Texas art coverage, 20 years of publishing writing from across the state, and 20 years of showing the world all Texas has to offer. Since our publication is a nonprofit, all of our work is made possible thanks to readers and listeners like you. If you'd like to help support our coverage, you can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining donor by visiting glasstar.com forward slash donate. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving us a rating or a review. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to Art Dirt. This is a podcast where we at Glass Tire talk about topical art topics. My name is Brandon Zeck. I'm Christina Reese. And today we are talking about something. It's it's really kind of taken the art news media by storm. It's taken the normal news media by storm. There have been quite a few articles in the New York Times and the Washington Post and Artnet News, CBS, People, just kind of everywhere is talking about it. But we're going to talk about what's going on or what's up with Hunter Biden's art. Um, just in case you don't know what's going on or need some context, Hunter Biden, the 51-year-old son of uh, Joe Biden, the current president of the United States, uh, is an artist. And he, in addition to releasing a uh, memoir, uh, a written memoir uh, earlier this year. He has also been making artwork apparently his entire life, and he has gone very public with the art recently, and he just got a gallery, and he apparently has a show coming up in the, uh, I believe it's the Soho space of that New York gallery um, this coming fall. So, of course, there's ethical concerns and just aesthetic concerns and a lot of just meat kind of around the whole topic of the president's son making. Yeah, and the prices. Uh, A lot of people are really going crazy about the news about the prices, which are pretty high. (laughs) Yeah, that's been one of the major parts of this conversation. Also, the fact that Hunter Biden is, I mean, he's kind of a non-celebrity celebrity. It's like he's popular because his dad has been in politics for so long, but also like he's kind of pseudo-famous for being famous and having controversy around him. But the idea that his artwork would start selling at $75,000 for a work on paper and up to $500,000 for larger scale paintings, I mean, that is like solid emerging career artist pricing if not i mean much past that like i there are many artists who are very successful that are not selling $500,000 large scale paintings right now yeah i mean for me there's a there's a confluence of a couple of things going on where people one of the reasons this is so headliney is is that both the right and the left seem to be sort of obsessed with hunter biden for various reasons and this guy with all of his addiction problems and probably some mental health problems as well, 
because uh, I think there's a comorbidity there. But, you know, the right loves to demonize him. He's just one of these things that they grabbed hold of well before any of this art stuff even emerged as a headline. The left, you know, are kind of obsessed with him, are sort of protective of him in a way because the right goes after him so badly that, you know, there were there were some elements or there were rumors or gossip or conspiracy theories, whatever one wants to call it, depending on what news outlets one reads, about his involvement in various, on boards of foreign governments, corporations, et cetera, et cetera. And some of this, and the laptop, of course, the missing laptop leading up to the election of Joe Biden, all of this controversy just means that he was already in the headlines as a controversial guy. My big question is, <laughs> why this and why now? Like, so the pricing, okay, fine, $500,000 for a large scale painting. I mean, if you're, if you're familiar with the art world or not familiar with the art world, that seems like a lot of money for a living artist you know, contemporary living artists. And right now that would be considered actually quite a bit of money for a regular working artist. Uh, you know, those prices aren't crazy, uh, really, if you're looking at auctions. If you're somebody like you and I have been kind of following the stuff for years. On the other hand, for an artist who's not well known as an artist, that's usually how this happens sometimes when celebrities jump into the art game. Um, well, yeah, it's all artificially inflated. When we started talking about this, like, just off mic, we were talking and you were like, well, you know, five seventy-five thousand to 500000 for the art world, I mean, yeah. And it's like, I'm someone who is familiar with the art world, but like, I still think that $500,000 for a piece of art by someone who's famous for being famous and not because they have some sort of art background or career or resume, you know, there's, there's all of these things that kind of justify... <laughs> a price like that and he has none of the justifying characteristics oh yeah absolutely i mean these are the kind of prices it would have taken somebody like him uh, otherwise years and years and years to reach if ever and, and you know and if we're trying to if anyone's asking the question like well is the art any good beats me because we're looking at it on jpeg just like everybody else at this point almost no no one has seen this stuff live and in person um, actually, I think some of the work's going to debut in Los Angeles before it debuts in New York, but it's by the same dealer, and it's a dealer who seems to sort of trade in almost sort of the gimmickry of celebrity or would-be celebrity artists. Um, so, but, you know, I would say... <laughs> I'm not, a lot of people don't be too cynical. A lot of living artists don't make $500,000 on a piece of artwork. He didn't go to art school. He says he's been making art all his life. To me, the artwork reflects an artist who's still trying to kind of figure things out. I mean, these kind of weekend artists, we see artwork like this a lot. He says that it's what's keeping him sane. And of course, we know a lot of people who make work almost compulsively um, that's a pretty standard thing in the art world as well. And you almost see some compulsive tendencies in his work, almost like what you see in some self-taught artist's work. You wouldn't be too surprised to see this from the mind of somebody who deals with addiction problems as much as he does. And I speak uh, to that with some experience. But I think that um, he seems kind of like one of these weekend painters who's kind of working through his his spiritual ideas through his paintings you know it's like it's not the kind of thing you would necessarily automatically put in a as Werner show obviously um, but there's a ton of artwork out there like that and there are a ton of you know 
cities and towns with touristy commercial galleries that sell work that kind of looks like this. And sometimes the work's kind of expensive. It's not going to be as expensive as $500,000. Yeah, there has been a critic response to this just through kind of publications reaching out and asking critics what they think of the work. And of course, they're looking at the JPEGs. Um, But, I mean, people have called it, like, hotel lobby art. People have, you know, it's kind of run the the gauntlet. Some people have said it's not too bad. I I do have a quote by Hunter Biden where he talked about, like, his process of making art. And I think, uh, Christina, I'd like to read it real quick because it's just kind of interesting in the way that you and I always talk about, like, the artist's compulsory, like, feeling within them that they, they have to do this, right? It's not a choice. It's They make art because they have to do it to figure out the world, to communicate what they're saying or what they're feeling, etc. Uh, so here's this quote from Artnet. Uh, For me, painting is much more about kind of trying to bring forth what is, I think, the universal truth. The universal truth is everything that is connected and there is something that goes far beyond what is our five senses that connects us all. The thing that really fascinates me is the connection between macro and micro and how these patterns repeat themselves over and over. Uh, he also said that art, although it's he kind of called it therapeutic in the past, he said today, quote, it's not a tool that I use to be able to in any way cope. It comes from a much deeper place. And there are, I mean, there are phony artists that say the exact same thing. So this is in no way me saying that he said these words, so he is a true artist. But it's interesting to hear those words come out of his mouth, nonetheless. I think he's, I mean, I I think Hunter Biden is probably, you know, I, I read the New Yorker profile along with probably almost everyone else leading up to the election. I think he's probably a a pretty decent human being. I, I don't know that his judgment is always great. He seems smart. He's very articulate. Um, he seems to be able to kind of move paint around one way or the other. I mean, he's better than some people who try to make art all their lives and don't get past, you know, stage one. Again, this work to me doesn't necessarily add up at this point. Like you look at one image versus another versus another, and it's, it still just seems like somebody kind of working through the beginning stages of what it is to put an image on a two-dimensional background. Well, that's completely true. I I agree. And also, I mean, the images that we're going off of, that everyone is going off of, there's like three or four photos of work or work in progress in a a February 2020 New York Times profile. And then there's also what's been posted to the gallery's website. So, like, no one has actually seen what a quote-unquote body of this work looks like. I mean, it's all, it's very, it's early career trying to figure yourself out and what your style is and, you know, doing the obligatory self-portrait early on. Like, it has all of the elements of, like, a, you know, he himself is not necessarily young, he's 51, but it has all of, all of the elements of a young artist. Yeah, what I was thinking is, like, this looks like advanced student work. Um, i.e. a student who has some ability, but still a student. There's a kind of a little bit of a surrealism and a kind of dreamlike thing going on. There's there's portraiture and botanical stuff. It's just very tropey, actually, when it comes to a lot of emerging artists and what they start working through when they really get going, especially by the time they're in grad school. 
But this reminds me, this reminds me of advanced student, like, you know, particularly good student work. I could be wrong. It could be better than that. Again, we haven't seen this stuff in person. And we also don't know what the newest work is going to be, if it's going to be one new body of work or if it's going to be the stuff that we've seen these JPEG images of. I don't know. He says he's been making work all his life. And there was one, I think it was that New York Times piece that said that there were I mean, he's really prolific. He makes a lot of stuff, which again kind of brings me back around to the kind of the compulsive aspect of this art making. It seems almost like, to me, it almost seems like Hunter Biden is basically a decent dude who's got a lot of energy and is possibly a little bit bipolar. And I say that without, and this is all just me armchair guessing about what this guy is in his brain. But it's an exploitable moment. Like, I don't, he wanted to show his art and and it's like, why is no one saying to him, this isn't a good, I mean, given that Joe Biden's presidency is all supposed to be about transparency and there aren't supposed to be any ethical dilemmas and Hunter Biden has already caused a problem in this department. Why does he have to show this work? Does he need the money? I mean, I think that his Los Angeles rental costs something like $12,000 a month. I mean, does he need, what does he, why does he need to do this? And why does this need to be pushed up to the, you know, the top of the, the media, you know, headline calendar? It, it's, it's just another headache for Joe Biden and the White House, as far as I can tell. Is it worth it? <laughs> Christina, that's, that's an interesting point. And Ben Davis, who's one of the columnists for Artnet, um, wrote an opinion piece recently that was just basically Hunter Biden shouldn't show his art like great he's making it whatever or he doesn't need to sell it rather and that I right mean, that that, kind of that's goes... the thing it's like if he wants to show it fine but it's the money it's like is the money possibly worth it because it's just creating more of this shit around Joe Biden that Joe Biden has to deal with which is your son is a controversial loser. You know, this is the narrative that comes up again and again. And now you have all these art critics who are like, yeah, and the work isn't even that good. Like the artwork isn't even that great. So how is this possibly worth it? I feel like there's a compulsion, you know, it, I mean, he just wrote a book. He's famous for being pseudo famous. Like he comes from this family that is well known and that this is this is what you do, right? You do things in public and you get press about them. Like that's that's very much kind of boiling it down to a very base element of, you know, his father being a senator and now the president. But that's what you do, right? If you have something that you can market or that could make you money or that you just get out there and it's a part of who you are and you just pursue it. That's just what happens. It's kind of a move fast and break things and apologize later mentality of it, right? Because... Which just seems like... Yeah, but it seems like if anyone on this planet would have gotten a decent piece of advice from a lot of different people, <laughs> it would have been Hunter Biden would have heard from a lot of different people, hey man, why don't you just disappear for a little while, you know? Um, but that's the thing. If it's a compulsion, you can't just disappear for a little while. Why? And when, what you're saying compulsion, I would say, is probably like a hypomanic episode. The guy just can't sit still. And his dad just has to kind of accommodate that. I also say this is, I mean, I addiction is is a thing in my family. And I, and I know what accommodations people make in order to deal with it. And I know what the sort of, there's a kind of... It's own, there's a, a mental health disorder within families that are dealing with addiction issues as well. And I feel like Joe Biden is always having to kind of accommodate his son, who's just a little bit, 
<laughs> out of control for a 51-year-old man. Again, I think he's probably a good dude. I just think his judgment is often uh, at odds with a, a White House presidency. Um, but I, I just, and I think that this art dealer is just has found a way to exploit the hell out of this. I don't think it really matters who buys the artwork. I mean, people are going to wring their hands and be outraged over this because they want to be. Art is a very weird place to get upset about what's happening in the White House because I, I don't think anyone who's buying any... Also, they're saying that what, not even Hunter Biden is going to find out who buys the artwork. There's all these ethics that are supposed to be in place around this. It's like, is anyone buying an, a painting for $500... $500,000 really think that they're currying favor with the White House? I mean, is, is that all it costs? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot for a painting, but it's really not a lot for like foreign policy shaping. I don't... I, uh. So Christina, to ground this for our listeners, the whole policy basically that the White House has cooked up or that the gallery has cooked up or that they've done in collaboration or whatever is the gallery will sell Hunter Biden's art the gallery will keep that information confidential and will not tell the White House or Hunter Biden who is buying his art. Uh, the gallery will turn down any offers for the art that seem suspicious or, you know, too large or possibly like it could have implications of undue influence being the final goal of buying the art. Um, that is to say, of course, there is nothing stopping Christina, you from coming out and saying, I bought one of Hunter Biden's paintings, or there's nothing, of course, stopping anyone from seeing one of Hunter Biden's paintings in your house, which is a whole other thing that if you have people over to your house and there's a Hunter Biden painting that has been popularized and uh, and advertised, then it's clear that it won't necessarily be a secret secret. Uh, but apparently also if people come out and just openly say that they've bought the art there's this is what they're saying now of course who knows what would happen if it actually happens but there's the possibility that the white house would be dissuaded from working with that person in the future as to avoid the optics of conflict i i think christina part of the thing that you're getting at is the optics you know can be more or less fine. Like, sure, it doesn't matter who buys the art. But if, I don't know, George Soros bought two paintings and then posted that he bought two paintings, people would go crazy. It's all about the optics of any conflict of interest. Even though there there may or may not be a real conflict of interest, it's about the optics of a conflict. You can't even have the, uh, the view of a conflict, even if the conflict isn't real, if it looks like it could be potentially bad, that's enough to shut it down. Sure, I know, but it's just funny to me that the art world is the thing that's been sort of chosen to be the the punching bag over this whole. Th it's like the the art world right now is the it was a favorite punching bag of the right and the left, but it's not really a huge player ultimately. It's. Um, <laughs> This all to me is just like just more outrage red herring stuff. It's like George Soros is not going to buy these paintings and that no other major collector is going to buy these paintings either. I mean, maybe Eli Broad would do it as like a, a way to mark a piece of history. This isn't, this is a drop in the bucket to him. I mean, $500,000, he can't even sneeze that out in the morning. So no big deal. And I could see somebody like that doing it just as a, 
as a historical marker. Him, him probably more than almost any other collector in the U.S. But, uh, but I don't see real collectors going for this stuff. They're not going to want it in their house because it doesn't. It goes. I mean, this just goes back to stuff that we've talked about a million times, which is like, what is the consensus? What is the mechanism of consensus that makes us understand that a work of art is any good? And, you know, Hunter Biden may have been making art his whole, whole life, quote unquote, but there is, there's zero consensus right now about whether this work is any good. And I don't, I don't think it probably is good enough to go into the collections in Texas, you know? Um, but again, I just thought, I just feel like this is just a convenient way to kind of just be upset about Hunter Biden again for people just to get to get to be upset about him <laughs> because again the the art world is a big punching bag I mean the left you know attacks its own all the time I mean you know museums and galleries have been under attack uh, for being oppressive places now for years I mean so it also makes sense that the art world would be a punching bag because the art market is, I mean, you know, maybe comparatively to just the general market, like the stock market, I don't know, maybe the art world is more accessible or like press about it is more accessible or just the the idea that someone is buying this one tangible object for, you know, $400 million, like a painting that sells for that much. It's just... Uh, the art market is absurd, frankly, and it's also unregulated and there are problems within it. Yes, yes. So it's like, it's almost like Hunter Biden is going into this world that is a money black hole and it's just people are like, but where where's the money gonna go? Because talking about buyers and stuff, there's no way, you know, you can't necessarily make all of the buyers public because that's not how galleries operate and it would dissuade people from buying them if they just wanted to buy the art to buy the art and not even to have, you know, supposed influence or closeness. Like that's, if Hauser and Worth was like, okay, we're going to make all of our buyers public, some of their buyers would probably dry up and go elsewhere. That's just... All of the solutions don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And the idea that this dealer who's picked him up uh, is somehow going above and beyond uh, by, you know, keeping certain things confidential or whatever. That's bullshit. That's what all dealers do. I mean, all dealers keep all things that need to stay confidential confidential. That's one of the reasons they have a business. Maybe not from the artist, though. Well, from the artist, that's a weird one. The only thing that I would say that they would really need to keep from him, if they need to keep the name of the buyer from him, that's okay. They should not be able to keep the price that they sold it for from him because they've got to cut him a check um, outside of their own commission. But, you know, again, I feel like maybe he just very naively, people who don't really understand the art world would certainly very naively think that they could just use that as their next career move without understanding what the animosity toward the art world already is. As you're saying, there's a lot of animosity toward it because there's a lot of corruption and there's a, very, a real lack of transparency about how prices are set and why people pay as much as they do for the artwork that they pay for. And, and it's very upsetting to a lot of people. It's still small change, really, in the whole scheme of things. I mean, if you compare it to some, something like the military-industrial complex, it's nothing. But for Hunter Biden to maybe in good faith think that this is a thing that he could do to keep himself busy and distracted without, you know, drawing too much controversy was naive because people hate, they love to hate the art world. They love to hate the art world, and as we know, they love to hate 
Hunter Biden. <laughs> he should have already known that. I was thinking about um, Ella Imhoff and how she's a model now, right? And so she's Kamala Harris's husband's daughter. So the vice president's stepdaughter is now a model, a runway model and a big time model signed with a big agency. And I don't see people like screaming to find out who's paid her for her last job and whether or not that, you know, Balenciaga is getting into trouble for hiring her to walk the runway. Do you think that's because something like the fashion industry, I mean, in one sense, it's very obvious. It's like if you're showing up in a Balenciaga fashion show or a Balenciaga ad, it's like, that's who's paying you. Sure, but but models can be paid by any number of private entities to do any number of things, and they often are. And um, of course, and there probably there may be things in her contract that say that she can't go model for uh, a foreign government's event. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't. I, you know, when she signed up to be a model, people were like, "Yeah, okay, fine." But uh, I just didn't see a lot of people yelling for like transparency and how she gets paid and who pays her and what that means and whether or not there's any unethical stuff going on around that. But it's this, you know, it's this, it's it's also it's it's sort of like so really this guy can't just he can't make and sell art because he's Joe Biden's son. That's the that's the reverse kind of absurdity of this whole thing. It's like why can't this guy just make some paintings and sell some paintings if there's a market for it? Who, who, who is anyone to stand in the way of that? You know, why should it be such a thing that's so regulated? And of course, when it comes to politics, um, everything is everything now. I feel like modeling is a lot less flash pointy than selling art or the art market. Like not, not necessarily that being an artist or being a model are mainstream. Although I guess you could maybe say being a model and being an influencer is pseudo mainstream now with Instagram and social media but I feel like selling art through a gallery for absurd prices just culturally feels more outrageous than taking a modeling gig for $20,000 do you know what I mean I'd like to see yeah sure but I'd love to see what the headlines would say if if in an alternate universe, Hunter Biden had signed a modeling contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there would be a lot. There would be a lot about that. Um, more more about that than there are about, you know, uh, Ella Imhoff. But, you know, there's a part of me that's like, just let this guy do his thing. He seems like a decent human being who just has some demons. Um, come on, let him do his shit without this being such a big deal. And there's another part that's like, Jesus, Hunter Biden. I mean, has anyone ever said no to you? I, you know, <laughs> maybe now is not the best time to do this. Just make your art in, in your in your Hollywood Hills home and just enjoy yourself. And you don't have to be a public person for a long time. Just, just let yourself go away for a little while. You know, if you spent four or eight years in the studio... You could have some art by the end of that. I mean, that's that's like an that's longer than an MFA normally lasts. So you can work out some stuff for yourself in that time, and you just emerge afterwards. I think you're right. I think that's a good piece of advice. I think it's telling that he tried to kind of float this out there in Los Angeles a year or more ago, 
and didn't have any takers amongst the probably quite reputable art dealers in Los Angeles. And only now it's a kind of opportunistic guy who's picked him up. And I think that should, I think you're right. I think Hunter Biden, who's not going to listen to this podcast, dude, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> just stay at, just stay at home and make your work every day for the, for the next four to eight years and then see where you get with it. <laughs> Think of it as a long-term residency. There are a lot of good art schools out in Los Angeles, Hunter Biden. Maybe you should go to one of them. And with that, uh, anything else, Christina? Anything left to add? Oh, no. I mean, I feel bad about this whole topic, frankly. But uh, <laughs> I just I don't want to stand in the way of anyone making their art, getting their, their freak flag on. Um, no. Anything else you want to add? Nothing here. Thank you all for listening and uh, go see some art. Yeah, go see some art. This podcast was recorded by Glass Tire and edited by William Saradet. Copyright Glass Tire 2021.